Hey everyone, it's Lauren and Mark. Welcome to another edition of the Loose Lugs Racing Podcast. We have some great stuff in store. Let's get to it. All right. Hello, Loose Lug Nation. Joining us today is the 2021 Kawiki Driver Development Program champion, Luke Fenhaus. Luke, congratulations on the award. How are you doing today? Good. I'm doing good today. Thank you guys for having me on today. I appreciate it. Hey, uh, safe travels back to Wisconsin. Are you back to the <laughs> back to the tundra up here? Um. Well, I got back the other day, Friday, and um it was just good to be home i mean we were gone for about two weeks with the quickie banquet and snowball derby and um it was fun to be out there racing down south and enjoying the warm weather and now uh it's back here in the cold weather so um no it's good to be home i like the snow so i'm enjoying it (laughs) that's good you enjoy the snow more than i do but uh anyway (laughs) um let's talk about your season first before we get going into for you you started off with a bang winning the icebreaker 100 down at dells raceway park and your season just continued on from there it was a very good season for you and your team yeah it was i mean you pretty much said it right there you know we started off the first race of the year in april um at the icebreaker 100 and we dominated that we were really good um and i thought that would kind of set the tone for the rest of the year and it, it really did I mean, we we showed good performance pretty much every race um, you know, if something didn't go wrong, we finished really well. So, um, that kind of was the good start of the year and, um, you know, brought the confidence from, from the start to the end. Think about it. Um, you know, you started off with that win there, huge win, uh, one of the biggest races up here in Wisconsin, but that two weeks later down at Madison for the Joe Shear classic, you finished second. And to me, that's really where your season took off because you earned a lot of respect with a legend and Rich Bickle and gained a ton of fans by finishing second and not roughing them up a little bit. Talk to us about your thought process uh, through through that race there and what that meant. Well, that meant a lot. I mean, I didn't know Rich um, really at all. I mean, I knew of him, but never talked to the guy before. And, um, you know, it was, it was probably the best, best hard racing a race up here in my opinion i mean it was there was a little bit of contact but we were so close for the last five laps there on the last restart and um it was just kind of cool to have that moment with rich i never even knew the guy well i knew of him but i never talked to the guy and now um we just have such a mutual respect relationship um that's where it kind of took off from there and um you know the next following week we started at slinger and um we got to know each other really well so it was cool to have that uh, relationship go on throughout this year, and always, I'll always remember that one. Hey, you know, being up from the Wausau area and having a really cool racetrack up there, what made the decision that you were going to go way down to Slinger every week and run for a championship down there? Well, being it being Slinger's Allen home home racetrack and Milwaukee, um, you know, we knew a good championship, a good tough weekly championship would be really positive in the time so we decided to race allen's hometown track slinger's way and um run for points weekly 
Um, I just knew that a championship would be pretty huge in the final decision making for the Corky board members. So um, I really, you know, liked going to Slinger um, the first first year there. You know, we finished really well. I think we won one so to finish in um, and it was just a really good time being there. So we decided to run weekly and um, it, it paid off. You run weekly down there during the middle part of that season. One of the biggest races in the country happens, the Slinger Nationals. You took that home for you and your team. Just a huge accomplishment. Yeah, it was. I mean, that was kind of the first thing that started, you know, all the publicity on me was Slinger Nationals. We, we dominated that. And, um, you know, that was the biggest win of my career. And it was cool to have all my family and friends and fans there that supported me because it was such a it was such a good race i got to race ty um super cleanly and we were we were better than him for once so um it, it was a big accomplishment in, in my eyes and um it kind of just it really just set the tone for later on in the years to go and um the publicity i got out of that was was incredible you cap off the season championship there at Slinger, uh, beating out Rich Bickle. You mentioned that a little while ago. But tell us a little bit about the challenges throughout the season because there's always up and downs for drivers, and one that comes to my mind is Milwaukee to start off the bat there. You're leading the race, and an incident happens. Talk to us about that and some other challenges that you faced along the year. Yeah, that one was a tough one. I think that was probably the most um, toughest challenge was to go through the race car. And, um, you know, you just get screwed out of it. We got, we got called back from a restart when the leader went too early, which was me. And then, um, they wanted us to drop back to second place. And, um, that's how that started. So, um, I got a lot of words and expressions, uh, for that incident, but, um, you know, it's, it's, it's past that point. And, um, it's tough to battle those moments, you know, when you got a really good race car and, um, then you go home wrecked and, you know, you got 10,000 to spend in, in parts. It's, it's hard, uh, it's hard to go about that, but, um, you know, we, we fought well, we, we always just keep a positive mindset and surround ourselves with the best people. And I think that's what we did this year. And that's why we got our wins and our championships this year. So what made them a decision to take a run at the snowball derby man, and run down there? Well, so we were really well up here. And, you know, we felt like we just got to get out more to the down south people. You know, I think my name's pretty well known around the Midwest, and it's just got to get more out to the down south people. And that's kind of what the plan was, to go run down there, make the show, um, you know, try to run. Um, unfortunately, we, we struggled a little bit, but um, we made the best of it. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's the best race in the country. So um, that's why we wanted to go run there is to – battle with the best in the country and um you know show the show that us northern people are, can battle those southern boys you know we we i think only one guy didn't make it from up here so um we got a pretty good pretty good crew up here that's uh got that puts on really good races and really good competition so um yeah it was fun fun going down there for sure I want to take a step back before we get back into the snowball derby here for a second, Luke. And uh, due to winning the Slinger Nationals, you got to run the SRX series at Slinger. Uh, tell us about that experience. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, we won the Slinger Nationals and I was pumped. Um, and then like the very next day, 
I had an interview with Mike Walter, Marco Andretti, and the CBS guy. Um, that's kind of when it all hit me. Is like this is, I mean, this is awesome. You know, it, it was it was cool to win some nationals, and then to to meet Tony Stewart and Ray Abraham um, a couple days after was just incredible. And um, it's hard for words to describe it because it's so um, you know, it's just so surreal that it's crazy to think that I raced with those guys and got to meet those guys and got to share memories with them and um, listen to their stories. It was just cool to cool to be in that place. And, and hopefully I can do it again sometime. They had some really high praise for you uh, throughout that whole process of getting to know you. Obviously that's, that's a big deal for you. Um, going back into the snowball derby weekend uh, for your first time down there in a super late model, uh, the car looked really sharp. You decided to change the paint scheme up a little bit. Tell us about going through qualifying and all the practice. And does the track remind you of anything up here? Um, not really. It's just so it does in certain ways, but um, the track has so many, you know, characteristics. Um, you know, it's 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 hard to pick a place from up here that that's kind of magic. It's there. This there's so many line sensitivities um, at at Five Flags that there's no other place up here like it. I mean, the fall off can can be kind of like Hawkeye Downs or or something like that. But um, you know, it, it, it's just it's it's hard. And and their their uh, their pace in the race was was so tough to match. It's hard to hard to do that. And for sure, we just got to. Go down, go down there and get better for next year and run a little bit more. But um, you know, uh, we were we were super confident in our race car. We changed up the look, like you said, Junior um, and my guys um, that, that built the race car. My team owner, uh, my my car owner, um, Justin Schultz and Dunright X Years wanted to do a new design and go with the blue. And um, I said, sure, let's do it. And it turned out pretty good. I liked it. Um, it was sharp on the racetrack. So. Uh, it was a fun weekend. I really enjoyed it. Just super com- tough competition. Um, and just got to go go down there and get a little bit better for next year. How was the nerves on uh, qualifying day there, buddy? Um, it was pretty nerve wracking. I mean, <laughs> there was a lot of drivers pacing and, um, it's tough. You know, we were, we were so like, I thought we were really decent. We, we mocked up twice Friday, uh, in the top five, I mean, we were right with Corey Heim, we were right with Eric Jones, um, right with Ty, right with all those guys. And um, when Corey went out Friday, Friday night, to three forty something, uh, I really good. You know, I thought we could match that, and we went out there and turned like a five ten. Um, just super disappointing. I mean, it's hard to hard, you know to predict what the track's going to do you you practice in the morning up until one two o'clock and then you go qualify at at six thirty seven o'clock so just got to know what it's going to do tomorrow and uh and that's where i think we struggled is we put ourselves in such a bad position in qualifying and then we had to race with it and it's hard because the thorns paint um it's just hard to hard to do that so just a bit better qualifying effort for next year and um just get our long run better a little bit too so uh, we'll do that we're, i think we're gonna race down a little bit more years um we'll have fun doing that 
it's just an accomplishment to make that race. I mean, you have the best of the best from all over the country there. So to be in the top 30, uh, you were in the top 25 there and qualifying is, is a heck of accomplishment there. Tell us about some other challenges that you faced during, during the race there. Well, I mean, like I said, Thorn's pace was so, so fast. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's hard when you put yourself in a bad position qualifying like that, you start 20, 26, 27th, um, and then Thorne laps in, in 40 laps. So, um, it's tough. I think we were up to 17, 16th at one point, but it's just, um, it's hard to play out those cautions and to, to have a good run. It's really hard. I mean, there's nothing like, um, racing down there than it is up here. It's just different, completely different racetrack, completely different setup, um, just mindset, everything. So it's tough. I mean, we just got to practice and get better and, um, I think we can do that. We just got to um, work on our struggles. I know what our struggles are, and um, I think we got a good plan to go back next time. Did you notice any uh, tire issues down there with your team? Uh, that was a hot topic down there this weekend. And then also, how much did you notice the track change throughout the 300 laps? Yeah, definitely a lot of a lot of Hoosier tires um, tore apart. Our, our race set, so we made a long run. Let me back up. We made a lot, long run Saturday afternoon. And after about 30 laps, our right front started to peel apart. Um, and then that was only 30 laps. And then um, in the race, our other set, every every set we went, every set we changed. Uh, our right front blistered and, and tore apart really badly. And um, I felt it going on. I didn't want to pull in or, or say anything just because that's, I mean, that's problem. So um, we just had to battle through it and, and get our car better. So that kind of we were really tight center and that really didn't help the issue. So, um, just got to get a little bit better there and, um, that'll kind of help that issue. But, um, yeah, Hoosier's done really well all year long with the tires and things like that. Just, um, it's a strong, the best race in the country and having that problem. Did you get to hang out with Rich Bickle down there on Sunday? Uh, Sunday, Sunday. I think I seen him Sunday. I didn't talk to him much. It was tough. We really struggled, so I, I really didn't get out there much to tie or, or or anyone along those along those guys. I usually talk to Jesse Love quite a bit, and um, it's hard when you struggle. You you just want to keep learning and keep fighting and trying to get better. So um, I didn't talk to Rich much. Um, I talked to him a little bit. I think one day I talked to him. There were so many days I don't remember what day I talked to him, but um, it was cool to share those moments with his last race and. Um, I'll definitely see him around and keep in contact with him. Um, just like I said before, it was, it was cool to, cool to make such a, you know, mutual respect relationship and, and to share those moments with him. He's got so many stories to tell, uh, that it's so cool to, so cool to build that relationship. You also finished second in the Arca Midwest tour standings. You weren't going to run the full year. Uh, but you had so many good finishes early that you decided to to run the full season. Tell us, uh, tell us about that. Yeah, I mean, I wish you know the outcome would have been a little bit bit different in, in Milwaukee. Um, you know, planning on running it right from the Joe Shear and and finishing second was was really good. And I told Dalton's ear um, as we were sitting on the podium at Madison, I said we don't even plan on running this full tour and. Uh, we didn't. We ended up doing it, um, you know, and it was worth it. I mean, second to tie is is nothing to complain about, but um, 
you know, it's hard to swallow those Milwaukee weekends where uh, we just kind of got screwed out of it. So um, a lot of seconds, a lot of seconds to tie. Just got to get that a little bit better. Um, I know we can beat them. We beat them in Slinger Nationals. So um, we can do it. I know we can. And I'm, I'm really excited for next year. We got a lot of good guys on our team and a lot of supporters, a lot of sponsors. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. Um, and it should be a fun year. Speaking of next year, looking forward, I know you said you might run down south a little more next year. Any other plans that are coming together for you where we can catch you or fans can catch you? Um, it's tough to stay right now. I don't have my full schedule or anything finalized yet, but uh, we plan on building a brand new race car, Fury race car up here. And um, um, I'm trying to make some opportunities work. If they don't work, um, we're just going to run a lot of, a lot of races up here and, and try to keep making my name grow. Um, and then I, I, I would like to do some of the blizzard series and, um, you know, maybe the rattle or something like that, just to get down South more. Um, speed weeks was in the talks. Um, I'm just not sure our, our schedule should come out soon. So, um, we'll have a team meeting and discuss it all. And, um, I'm sure you'll see me a lot in the Midwest as well. So looking forward to it. I'm happy to be, you know, where I am and surrounded with the people that, um, are with me today and um, just look, looking forward to the future. Hey, and then to top it off to be the Kawiki champion, man, that sounds so really good too. Hey, where do you fit? How do you get that check into your pocket or how do you get something like that home? That, that check is so huge. And is that a legitimate well, check? That, it's not a legitimate, <laughs> legit check, but um, it was tough to get it home. I had to make a, I had to talk the pilots into carrying it up there in the pilot's office and they were okay with it and they were cool about it. Um, so they asked questions and I just kind of told them along, but um, no, it, it was cool to grab the check and it was cool to be a part of the band. Um, Eddie and um, Davey Allison, just everyone that was there. Um, there's so many great people that were there that I got to talk to and share those stories with. And um, it was just neat to be there. And so, yeah, I got the check home. It's in the living room right now. Got to put it up in the race shop, but um, and I'm, I'm I was so glad to be a part of all of it. Well, Luke, thank you so much for your time. As always, you've been so gracious with us throughout the the years that we've been doing this. We appreciate it so much. It's been great to see you grow and, and groom as a driver and have so much success. Congratulations on such a great year in the Kawiki Driver Development uh, Program Championship and, and the Slinger Nationals and everything that you did this year. Again, we appreciate it, and we hope you have a great rest of your weekend. Of course. Thank you, guys. You guys have a great weekend, and uh, we'll, we'll see you this summer for sure. Yep, we'll see you down uh, at the icebreaker, man. We'll see you down there. We'll rub up with you. You bet. Thanks, guys. All right, thanks. Have a good holiday. You too. See ya. Again, thanks to Luke for joining us for that interview there. Mark, you know, Luke has always been so great to us. A lot of the drivers has. Luke has been one that we kind of had. I always, I think about this, and we've kind of grown with him, you know, starting this off, and he's been moving along in his career. That's how I view our relationship with him a little bit. And and one thing that I've noticed throughout the years going on is, is his confidence has grown so much, and he's not afraid to share his feelings, and it's really great to see. Yeah, absolutely, man. You don't even realize that he's a senior in high school, and he acts so much, um, so much older than that. You know, you don't realize that he's in high school. Um, yeah, he has a super career in front of him for sure, man. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you think about coming through the ranks. He he was one of those in the Midwest Truck Series, and we love the Midwest Truck Series up here. He came through there. Now he's a star in the super late model. You know, thinking about how young he is and how mature he is and the success that he's had and how he's handled it, you know, going down the Snowball Derby, making it the first try, that's not the easiest thing to do. And mm-hmm. uh, you can just see, especially this year as the years went on, the confidence and everything. Um, he's shaping up to be a really, really good driver and even more than that, a a really good person. Yeah, absolutely. You know, he, uh, he realizes that, uh, Ty Majeski is the one who's actually set the bar and he said, I know I can beat him. (laughs) You know, so, you know, if Ty's around here all this next year and if they, they're both running, man, that's going to be a heck of a rivalry, man. We're going to have some good racing here in 22 if those two are battling it out around here. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it was already a good rivalry this year. It, you know, friendly, friendly rivalry for the most part. Um, they got, you know, there was some bumping and banging at times. Soon you're going to have that in racing, right? Um, but based on what we saw this year, you know, next you think about next year, my gosh, that is going to be such a super battle. Yeah, for sure, man. We are so fortunate to have such great facilities and such great drivers that are coming up. I mean, we can mention here – uh, a dozen drivers that are coming up through the ranks that's just going to keep this sport rolling around this area, man. Super pumped about 22 coming up. Oh, yeah. I, I was just thinking of saying the same thing, so I'm glad, I'm glad you said it. Um, but uh, thanks again, Luke, for, for joining us, uh, for always being gracious with your time, as uh, you know everyone else has been as well. Uh, Mark, thanks again for uh, joining me on another interview here. Next up, we will have none other than Ty Majeski. So maybe we'll get to talk about that rivalry a little bit more with him. All right, man. We'll see you down the line. All right. See ya. Thanks, buddy. Yep. This has been a production of Double L Sports Network. Hope you all enjoyed it. And thank you for listening.